साई राम नमस्कार सत्याकाल सलाम वालेकुम ओम साई राम डियर फ्रेंड्स डियर डिवोटीज सो फायर दिस पॉडकास्ट वी वुड बी शेयरिंग स्पिरिचुअल इनसाइट्स हाउ टू गेन फाइनेंशियल कॉन्फिडेंस एंड मच मोर सो दिस इज द फर्स्ट टाइम आई एम स्पीकिंग ओवर अ पॉडकास्ट सो please forgive me for any mistakes if any so before anything i would like to start this podcast by taking the name of my guru shri sai baba and would like to start by reading and following his teachings from the book shri sai sacharita written by mr himatpan which is mr govind dabolkar so allow me to take you to chapter number 1 om sai ram salutations the story of grinding wheat and its philosophical significance according to the ancient and revered custom himatpan begins the work shri sai sacharitra with various salutations first he makes obeisances to the god ganesha to remove all obstacles and make the work a success and says that shri sai is the god ganesha then to the goddess saraswati to inspire him to write out the work and says that shri sai is one with the goddess and that he is himself singing his own life then to the gods brahma vishnu and shankar the creating preserving and destroying deities respectively and says that sainath is one with them and he as a great teacher will carry us across the river of worldly existence and also to various rishis yagyavalkya Bhrigu, Parashar, Narad, Vedvyas, Sanak, Sanandan, Sanat Kumar, Shuka, Shonak, Vishwamitra, Vashisht, Valmiki, Vamadeva, Jaimini, Vashampayan, Navayogindra, etc. And also modern saints such as Nivritti, Gyanadev, Sopan, Muktabai, Janardhan, Eknath, Namadev, Tukaram, Kanha, and narahari etc then to his grandfather sadashiv father ragunath his mother who left him in his infancy to his paternal aunt who brought him up and to his loving elder brother then to the readers and praised them to give their whole and undivided attention to his work and lastly to his guru shri sainath an incarnation of shri tattatreya who is the soul refuge and who will make him realize that brahma is the reality and the world an illusion and incidentally to all the beings in whom the lord god dwells after describing in brief the various modes of devotion according to parashar vyas and shandilya etc the author goes on to relate the following story it was sometime after 1910 ad that i went one fine morning to the masjid in shirdi for getting a darshan of sai baba 
I was wonderstruck to see the following phenomena. After washing his mouth and face, Sai Baba began to make preparations for grinding wheat. He spread a sack on the floor and thereon set a hand mill. He took some quantity of wheat in a winnowing fan and then drawing up the sleeves of his kafni robe and taking hold of the peg of the hand mill started grinding the wheat by putting a few handfuls of wheat in the upper opening of the mill and rotated it i thought what business baba had with the grinding of wheat when he possessed nothing and stored nothing and as he lived on arms some people who had come there thought likewise but none had the courage to ask baba what he was doing immediately this news of baba's grinding wheat spread into the village at once men and women ran to the masjid and flocked there to see baba's act four bold women from the crowd forced their way up and pushing baba aside took forcibly the peg or handle into their hands and singing baba's leelas started grinding at first baba was enraged but on seeing the women's love and devotion he was much pleased and began to smile while they were grinding they began to think that baba had no house no property no children none to look after and he lived on arms he did not require any wheat flour for making bread or roti what will he do with this big quantity of flour perhaps as baba is very kind he will distribute the flour amongst us thinking in this way while singing they finished the grinding and after putting the hand mill aside they divided the flour into four portions and began to remove them one per head baba who was calm and quiet up till now got wild and started abusing them saying ladies are you gone mad whose father's property are you looting away have i borrowed any wheat from you so that you can safely take the flour now please do this take the flour and throw it on the village border limits on hearing this the women felt abashed and whispering amongst themselves went away to the outskirts of the village and spread the flour as cited by baba i asked the shady people what was this that baba did they replied that as a cholera epidemic was spreading in the village and this was baba's remedy against the same it was not wheat that was ground but the cholera itself was ground to pieces and pushed out of the village from this time onward the cholera epidemic subsided and people of the village were happy i was much pleased to know all this but at the same time my curiosity was also aroused i began to ask myself what earthly connection was there between wheat flour and cholera what was the causal relation between the two and how to reconcile them the incident seems to be inexplicable i should write something on this and sing to my heart's content baba's sweet leelas thinking in this way about this leela my heart was filled with joy and i was thus inspired to write baba's life the satcharita and as we know with baba's grace and blessing this work was successfully accomplished philosophical significance of grinding apart from the meaning which the people of shirdi put on this incident of grinding wheat there is we think a philosophical significance too 
Sai Baba lived in Shirdi for about 60 years and during this long period he did the business of grinding almost every day not however the wheat alone but the sense the mental and physical afflictions and the miseries of his innumerable devotees the two stones of his mill consisted of karma and bhakti the former being the lower and the latter the upper one the handle with which baba worked the mill consisted of gyan it was a firm conviction of baba that knowledge of self realization is not possible unless there is a prior act of grinding of all our impulses desires sense and of the three gunas viz sattva raja and tama and the ahankara which is so subtle and therefore so difficult to be got rid of this reminds us of a similar story of kabir who seeing a woman grinding corn said to his guru nipat niranjan i am weeping because i feel the agony of being crushed in this wheel of worldly existence like the corn in the handmill nipat niranjan replied do not be afraid hold fast to the handle of knowledge of this mill as i do and do not wander far away from the same but turn inward to the center and you are sure to be saved bow to shri sai peace be to all shri sai natham paramastu shubham bhavatu sai sai om sai om sai ram namaskar satyakal salam alaikum om sai ram dear friends dear devotees so via this podcast we would be sharing spiritual insights how to gain financial confidence and much more so this is the first time i am speaking over a podcast so please forgive me for any mistakes if any so before anything i would like to start this podcast by taking the name of my guru shri sai baba and would like to start by reading and following his teachings from the book shri sai satcharita written by mr himat pan which is mr govind dabolkar so allow me to take you to chapter number 1 om sai ram salutations the story of grinding wheat and its philosophical significance according to the ancient and revered custom hematpan begins the work shri sain satcharitra with various salutations first he makes obeisances to the god ganesha to remove all obstacles and make the work a success and says that shri sain is the god ganesha then to the goddess saraswati to inspire him to write out the work and says that shri sai is one with the goddess and that he is himself singing his own life then to the gods brahma vishnu and shankar the creating preserving and destroying deities respectively and says that sainath is one with them and he as a great teacher will carry us across the river of worldly existence
and also to various rishis yagyavalkya bhrigu parashar narad vedvyas sanak sanandan sanat kumar shuka shonak vishwamitra vashishth valmiki vamadeva jaimini vashampayan navayogendra etc and also modern saints such as nivritti gyanadev sopan muktabai janardan eknath namdev tukaram kanha and narahari etc then to his grandfather sadashiv father ragunath his mother who left him in his infancy to his paternal aunt who brought him up and to his loving elder brother then to the readers and praise them to give their whole and undivided attention to his work and lastly to his guru shri sainath an incarnation of shri tattatreya who is the sole refuge and who will make him realize that brahma is the reality and the world an illusion and incidentally to all the beings in whom the lord god dwells after describing in brief the various modes of devotion according to parashar vyas and shandilya etc the author goes on to relate the following story it was sometime after 1910 ad that i went one fine morning to the masjid in shirdi for getting a darshan of sai baba i was wonderstruck to see the following phenomena after washing his mouth and face sai baba began to make preparations for grinding wheat he spread a sack on the floor and there on set a hand mill he took some quantity of wheat in a winnowing fan and then drawing up the sleeves of his kafni robe and taking hold of the peg of the hand mill started grinding the wheat by putting a few handfuls of wheat in the upper opening of the mill and rotated it i thought what business baba had with the grinding of wheat when he possessed nothing and stored nothing and as he lived on arms some people who had come there thought likewise but none had the courage to ask baba what he was doing immediately this news of baba's grinding wheat spread into the village at once men and women ran to the masjid and flocked there to see baba's act four bold women from the crowd forced their way up and pushing baba aside took forcibly the peg or handle into their hands and singing baba's leelas started grinding at first baba was enraged but on seeing the women's love and devotion he was much pleased and began to smile while they were grinding they began to think that baba had no house no property no children none to look after and he lived on arms he did not require any wheat flour for making bread or roti what will he do with this big quantity of flour perhaps as baba is very kind he will distribute the flour amongst us thinking in this way while singing they finished the grinding and after putting the handmill aside they divided the flour into four portions and began to remove them one per head baba who was calm and quiet up till now got wild and started abusing them saying ladies are you gone mad whose father's property are you looting away have i borrowed any wheat from you so that you can safely take the flour now please do this take the floor and throw it on the village border limits on hearing this the women felt abashed 
and whispering amongst themselves, went away to the outskirts of the village and spread the floor as cited by Baba. I asked the shady people, what was this that Baba did? They replied that as a cholera epidemic was spreading in the village, and this was Baba's remedy against the same, it was not wheat that was ground, but the cholera itself was ground to pieces and pushed out of the village. From this time onward, the cholera epidemic subsided and people of the village were happy. I was much pleased to know all this, but at the same time, my curiosity was also aroused. I began to ask myself, what earthly connection was there between wheat flour and cholera? What was the casual relation between the two and how to reconcile them? The incident seems to be inexplicable. I should write something on this and sing to my heart's content Baba's sweet Leelas. Thinking in this way about this Leela, my heart was filled with joy and I was thus inspired to write Baba's life, the Satcharita. And as we know, with Baba's grace and blessing, this work was successfully accomplished. Philosophical Significance of Grinding Apart from the meaning which the people of Shirdi put on this incident of grinding wheat, there is, we think, a philosophical significance too. Sai Baba lived in Shirdi for about 60 years and during this long period, he did the business of grinding almost every day. Not, however, the wheat alone, but the sins, the mental and physical afflictions and the miseries of his innumerable devotees. The two stones of his mill consisted of karma and bhakti, the former being the lower and the latter the upper one. The handle with which Baba worked the mill consisted of gyan. It was a firm conviction of Baba that knowledge of self-realization is not possible unless there is a prior act of grinding of all our impulses, desires, sins and of the three gunas, viz, sattva, raja and tama and the hankara which is so subtle and therefore so difficult to be got rid of. This reminds us of a similar story of Kabir who seeing a woman grinding corn said to his guru Nipat Niranjan, I am weeping because I feel the agony of being crushed in this wheel of worldly existence like the corn in the handmill. Nipat Niranjan replied, Do not be afraid. Hold fast to the handle of knowledge of this mill as I do and do not wander far away from the same but turn inward to the center and you are sure to be saved. Bow to Sri Sai. Peace be to all. Shri Sai Natham Paramastu Shubham Bhavatu Sai Sai Om Sai Om